to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. Welcome back. This is part two of my interview with Cassie Hutton. We talked about some really cool things. We uh, touched on uh, the freedom to walk in your own calling and what that looks like without comparison to other people. We talked about ministering from the overflow of God's presence and even how it looks um, to minister to your family and the primary calling that we have to minister to the Lord and our family before anything else. We also released some prophetic word that I think could minister to your heart today. So let's jump back in. I want to just take a minute to encourage everybody that's listening to this to just um, put all those ideas aside that say, oh, well, somebody else is already doing this. Somebody else is already doing a podcast or somebody else is already. Do you know how many billions of people are in the world right now? Mm -hmm. We need to all be doing our part. We need to all be doing as many, as much as the Lord says for us to do now, not to get Mm -hmm. works based about it and, but to to listen to the Lord. Yeah. I do have my hand in a lot of areas, but those are areas that the Lord has said, I've gifted you in this Yeah, to do it. And I'm going to help you. Um, Do you have anything to say about that? I know you've got to have some wisdom. Yeah, as far as like, um, yeah, that's what I came out of a works based mentality, you know, of thinking that (laughs) my serving, serving, serving was somehow going to get me closer to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't it at all. And that's, that's the dead works. Like we, the work is birthed through intimacy with Jesus. And from that intimate, intimate place and secret place of spending time with him, he then says, go do this. Yeah. He then says, go do that. And then there's a grace upon your life to do all of those things. And so if, if you're outside of grace, there's not power to do it. You're struggling. You are, um, you, 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 it just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't flow like it's supposed to. And not that we won't always like have to strive, um, you know, in our works, but there's just a special grace upon it whenever it's birthed from the secret place of intimacy. Yeah. And I would even say like, before you jump out and start doing it to trying to do all kinds of things, um, spend large amounts of time in worship and prayer. And, and, you know, I didn't sit around and try to think about what I should be doing. I was actually praying, reading the Bible, worshiping him, just, and, you know, meditating on him. And he would give me these thoughts Mm-hmm. This is what I want you to do. Or, um, but my primary ministry is to minister to the Lord. And that, I mean, I'm getting a little teachy, but I think that uh, as a worshiper, um, and I believe God is, re- this is getting some into something else, but I believe God is, is uh, reestablishing the tabernacle of David 
according mm-hmm. to the way that David built it, the way that the Lord instructed. And then it says in Amos that he's going to reestablish it. And it says it again in the New Testament, it quotes it. And I believe that God is reestablishing that. And so we all get to be a part of this movement that involves prayer and worship at the heartbeat of it. And 24-7, prayer and worship. And so from that, we are going to get all kinds of directions, I believe, about, you know, how God wants us to go out into the world and to minister to the people in the world. Yes, that is so good. Um, I'm so Jacqueline, about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, because you're a worshiper. Like, and yeah. God's making a place for everybody to have their place. Yeah. I think that that's another thing. Um, but to touch on this, Jacqueline Manning sent me some statistics the other day. I was blown mm-hmm. away. She said there used to be in the last, oh gosh, I don't know. It's been a very short amount of time, like 10 years mm-hmm. or something like that. We've gone from 20 places of 24 seven houses mm-hmm. of worship to over 20,000. Oh, I'm like, oh wow. my gosh, that is insane. Yes. And, um, but yes, it is about, yes, the 24 seven, um, just place of worship and even in our own lives to believe that we are a house of worship 24 mm-hmm. seven individually as we go. And as we do, um, what was I saying right before I went back to that? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> my dog is barking. It's like <laughs> distracting me um, before that we started talking about the worship 24 seven. Right when you ended, um, I was going to go back to it because I wanted to say that statistic. But anyways, I oh, kind of forgot. Okay. Well, maybe he'll bring it back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. And I, th- I just think that God is doing this. It's not yeah. like a man-made thing. It's something he is. And I truly believe it's to usher in his second coming, which is <laughs> another episode altogether, I'm sure. But um, mm-hmm. we get to be a part of it. and I think we are past the point of having selfish ministries and having ministries that are all about us and getting, you know, getting, trying to peddle the gospel for profit. And I believe God is dethroning all those kinds of ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, all the people that have been exalted by man, they, that's, mm. that's not his heart. His heart mm. is for him to be the center and to him, for him to get all the glory. And I believe God is raising up those kind of ministers who don't care if anyone knows their name. So yeah. I'm thinking there's probably a lot of people listening, hopefully that are yeah. those kind of people. And I just want to encourage you um, to, to really just go after God 110%. Let that be your focus and let ministry be this, not the, not the forefront that'll come mm-hmm. from the overflow of being in God's presence. Um, the ideas, the creativity and all that come from, yeah. they don't come exactly as trying to, to think things up and, you know, have the, the silly little, um, I've, I've, and I went through the phase of this where I tried to follow the blueprint that somebody gave me to build my platform. That mm-hmm. stuff is over. <laughs> yeah. The Lord yeah. builds what he wants to build anyway. That's so true. And, yeah. But I'm so glad that you said that because I've been there too. Like, mm-hmm. Let's build, like, let's follow these guidelines. This is what's going to, like, get you. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> because it, it, and it became such a work. And I was doing that while I was trying to publish my book, mm-hmm. thinking that all of this was going to explode or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, that's my heart's desire. And I believe that God's put that, that desire in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he also gave me the scripture the other day, like it's not yet your time. And so I just trust that and know that the Lord's timing, it will be birthed in that. But there was such a, this is how I, um, the difference between, um, 2000, December, 2018 to December, 2019, Mm -hmm. I was publishing a book and I had three little boys at home, not at home. They were school aged, but, um, I had so much anxiety, like, where is this going to come from? How am I going to put this together? Knowing that God spoke and said, write the book. Mm-hmm. So if God said, write the book, then he's already planned everything out. But I was not in that place. Yeah. I was worried about getting all of my eyes dotted and my T's crossed and the website set up and um, all of the right words and all of the right (laughs) automated emails and all of those things. And I was just having a lot of anxiety, lots and lots Mm -hmm. of anxiety. And then I, um, and here we were in 2019 planning a women's conference with a nursing baby by my side, (laughs) writing another book. Um, and it just, I, I had more on my plate and yet not a single ounce of anxiety. I had grown th- so mm-hmm. much through that and realized if God has spoken it into existence, then all of it's already taken care of just because I don't see it with my natural eyes doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. And it was so true. So true that I, I mean, I'm just, I was just like, wow, I can't believe I just to look back on it. I had to laugh. I was like, wow. Cause really the Lord opened my eyes to it. He was like, yeah. Cassie, look, look how far you've come. Look at all that you're doing right now compared yeah. to what you were doing last year. And you had so much anxiety over this one little book, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. What he's taught me is that there's no striving, uh, when it's done his way in his timing. And mm-hmm. uh, when you start to strive for things, either you're not, uh, fully surrendered or you are trying to do something in the flesh maybe, you know, yeah. um, or you just don't fully understand that he's helping you. But I've learned the hard way to just, to just wait on him and to allow him to lead me to do things and not to make it a striving type thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's taken me a long time to get there. Um, but I wanted, I know that you do monthly meetings. Uh, and so I want people to know about those so they can come if they want. Yeah, absolutely. We love doing these. It's always, like you said a minute ago, it's about ministering to the Lord Mm -hmm. first. Um, But we meet at the TWE building in Gladewater in the fallout shelter is what we love to call it um, on the, on the very um, basement floor of the TWE building. And um, we meet the first Sunday of every month at 630. Mm-hmm. And we've usually got a different speaker. Um, we had a night of prophecy in this last month in February. And it just seems to always be because we come first and foremost to worship the Lord and mo- yield, yield to him. Like mm-hmm. we're willing to move and we came with this in mind, but if you're willing, we are willing to move with you wherever you want to go, Lord. And, mm-hmm. um, and it always winds up being such an amazing night of freedom. Mm-hmm. It always ends up being such a night where somebody comes that so needs ministry and breakthrough. They're so, they, mm-hmm. there's always one, at least one, if yeah. not more, that comes so broken. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. and God just puts the pieces back together or begins to put the pieces back together. And, um, it's always so it's always, I walk away from that, that night of ministry every month, just in all, I really do. Mm-hmm. And, um, just so thankful that he's given us, when I say us, my mother-in-law and I mm-hmm. do the night of ministry together. And, um, we just always walk away in such awe of him. But, um, yeah, go like the finding. Fr- so the page itself is actually the book finding freedom, a personal exodus from deception to identity. So that's mm-hmm. the Facebook page. And then you can find the, um, knots of ministry on there. If you're okay. interested in coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll try to put that in the show notes so you guys can awesome. go to the website and also maybe a link to your Facebook page so they can do yeah. that. Um, so would you say that that's probably like really the true, uh, the word that God's given you over your ministry, like it always seems to come back to freedom for people. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because it's, yeah, that, that's what we're, that's what we're longing for. That's mm-hmm. the fulfillment of our heart. It's what Jesus died for to set mm-hmm. us free. Yeah. From bondages of sin, but also lies and deception. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much of that. I mean, the spirit of the Antichrist is already working in the earth and has been. And mm-hmm. um, we know that as time moves on and we get closer to um, the second coming, deception is going to be what causes the great falling away in the church. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I would just encourage everyone, every, every, everyone to get so Steep in your Bible study and to get so connected to the Holy Spirit because Mm -hmm. I was just realizing recently that there were things in in my life that there was deception that I had gotten kind of to this mm, place where and this is how it starts where you you don't think some things are as bad like you don't think this is really sin anymore you know Mm -hmm. like maybe watching things you shouldn't watch or listening to music that's not great and so you kind of convince yourself that that's not sinful and but what I found was it was separating me from God but it was also changing my desires to where I didn't even want to pray I didn't want to worship I would just spend weeks at a time just curled up in my bed watching Netflix I mean this was like two months ago and I was yeah. like, God, deliver me. I couldn't, yeah. even, I couldn't even make the turn the corner and start coming back. You know, it was actually, if I'm being honest, when I came to your conference, you guys had a conference in January. January. Yeah. Okay. So it was Embrace 2020. And I remember Casey and my friend and I, um, we had, she had bought tickets for us and some other girls to go. And when it came around, I was like, I don't even want to go. Not because y'all, but because mm-hmm. I was so like dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had just, I mean, the enemy had put so much, um, tormenting thoughts and I was experiencing a lot of depression. Mm. And so I had to drag myself up there. And even during the worship, I was just like <laughs> stone faced and like, I don't even want to be here, Lord. Why? <laughs> And, but anyway, I, throughout that conference, God started to break something off of me. And I've been like, that's been like a month and a half and I have not been the same. So wow. there you go. There's a testimony. Yay, Jesus. <laughs> Love it. No, man. But it was, it all started with that deception of just believing um, that I had 
gotten the, all of the fullness of God and I was never going to get anything else. So I might as well just sit there and watch TV. Mm. It also was mm. about being disappointed in like mm-hmm. God not fulfilling the destiny that he had for my life. And I've been waiting so long, which is really what a lot of this podcast is about. Um, mm. Kind of waiting those seasons of waiting, which for me have been like 15, 20 years of waiting, but mm-hmm. um, you know, you can wait so long, you just give up. And I think yeah. I was kind of feeling that way. So mm-hmm. I know I can't be the only one, but I want to tell all of y'all that if you need freedom in your life and you need to be reignited in the Holy Spirit, like you should connect with Cassie. You should come to these mm-hmm. meetings, these every month. You should get on her Facebook page. You're always doing other stuff too. Like right now we're doing a yeah. Bible study with you. Yes. Yeah. It, and, it, yeah. And, well, and too, that you preach at stuff. Yes. Um, I want to touch on what you're saying about the waiting because, um, so I feel like this year, um, the Lord has, uh, just because we're coming into, like you said, the end times, like we're coming into where there's no compromise. Like God's looking for those who are not willing, who are willing to lay down every compromise Mm -hmm. and who are willing to get their home in order Mm -hmm. before they worry about ministry and, you know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And because our first and foremost ministry is our, is our children and our, our husbands, our wives, our spouse. And, and to make sure, like, if you think about this, so I felt like the Lord was showing me to, to move in a direction for next year to homeschool my children. Mm. And, but because it's, it's a struggle, it's a battle that like school comes first and then Jesus gets put on the back burner. Like, Oh, maybe we get Mm -hmm. to do a few, a a scripture on Wednesday Mm -hmm. night before Awana's, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, this is not, this is not right to me. It's it's just, it seems so out of order. And, um, but the thought of homeschooling my kids was just, Whoa, that's going to be way out of order, Lord, you know? But, um, he said to me, Cassie, um, what if this, what if you homeschooling your children is likened or comparable, if you will, to when I sent Moses to shepherd the sheep on the backside of the desert. Oh, wow. Uh, the preparation for what's to come. Yeah. I was like, wow, wow. Lord, that's amazing. Yeah, what a perspective shift. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so many women, I think, are like, I'm just trapped here all day, and I, I yeah. want to get out and do ministry. Well, this is your ministry, you know. Exactly. It never looks like what we thought. And, yeah. and, and as long as you have a bad attitude about it, you'll probably never move on to what God mm-hmm. may have. And I just want to encourage you, if you are in that place, hey, your kids are going to grow up. Let me just say, <laughs> my daughter's 21. They grow up and, and yeah. you are allowed. I, mean, I remember going through seasons like that where I thought, I'm never going to get to do what I feel called to do. <laughs> and I'm doing it now, but it's not what I thought it was going to be at all. What only fulfills me is Christ. He mm-hmm. is the only thing no ministry no platform none of that stuff will fulfill you it's not what you're looking for if you think it is it's not you'll get there and you'll be disappointed if you don't have that intimacy with him he he like fulfills all those longings in our hearts to be known i think is what it is that we're looking for Mm. to be seen and known and he does that Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i think that's so important for women that are listening. Cause I know there are probably some that are listening that have kids 
and they feel like they're not doing anything great with their life, you're doing something so amazing with your life. Mm, that's right. Those kids. Yeah. All right. What else you got? <laughs> Let's see, Lord. What else do we have? What else yeah. do you have for us, Lord? <laughs> yeah. Do we have a prophetic word for someone? Oh, that's so good. That would only be timely because we're going through this prophetic class. <laughs> that would be. And you know what? This probably won't air for a month or two at least. Mm -hmm. So God, but God could show us somebody right now, you know? Yes, I know. Because he's the God of... He redeems the time. He is mm. my pastor gave him a nickname, but um, Jehovah Nicka time. <laughs> <laughs> but he is the ancient of days. He is in yes. um, time. We, we are bound by time, but mm -hmm. he is not. And that's what's so, so cool about it. Yeah. And I just, I sense that there is going to be someone listening to this who is so discouraged um, mm. about they feel like what they've done for the Lord is so minuscule and nothing. And mm -hmm. Jesus is very clear about in the new Testament that if you bring a cup of cold water to someone, it's the same to him as doing something great. And the reward mm -hmm. is the same. And at, at um, the judgment of the Lord, when he comes to us, we'll be judged for uh, the things that, you know, the works that we've done in his name, those things that we're going to be so rewarded for the small, tiny things that we do. I mean, it's going to be ridiculous how he's going to reward us for things that were so small. And I just yeah. want to encourage that person who's like, I haven't really done anything. You have done so much. And the people um, that maybe we thought had these grand platforms and ministries, you're going to be surprised that you're going to be rewarded just as much, if not more than these people have these great platforms. Mm. And so whoever you are, God knows he's keeping track of it and he doesn't want you to stop. That's right. And values it, you know, that's right. Cause yeah. scripture says that, you know, the least of these will be the greatest and the mm -hmm. greatest will be the least. And Jesus is all about our heart. Yeah. And when I read that scripture one time, he showed me, he said, um, he showed me the heart. Mm -hmm. In other words, um, it's the one who humbled themselves more than mm -hmm. anyone else. They will be the oh, greatest people. in the kingdom. And, um, you know, for, for the person to say, I'm not better than the next person, or I'm not, I'm not too good. I'm not too great. God hasn't given me so, so great of a ministry that I can't also still get my hands dirty, mm -hmm. um, with these people that I'm surrounded by because God calls us to relationship with people. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's all about your heart. It's not about, it's not about your works. It's exactly. not about your works. It's about your heart and saying, God, I love you. I know that you love me. I know that um, my identity is found in you and you've called me to build relationships with people and love on people first and foremost. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think that's a great way for us to end this podcast is, um, is that place of humility and that place of coming yeah. back to Jesus and love and just saying, you know, whatever I do, I do it unto the Lord. Um, I That's serve right. unto the Lord, no matter if it's scrubbing toilets, no matter mm. if it's taking care of kids, no matter if it's working at a bank, which is what I always, that's always my example because that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a job you hate, whatever, doing it unto the Lord and knowing that even in those seasons, you have a mission, you have an assignment from the Lord. That's um, right. To love people and to tell that's them right. the truth and to um, give them hope in Christ. 
Yeah. yeah. I would also like to encourage anyone that um, is listening to this that says, um, I need healing mm-hmm. um, after an abortion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that God's leading me into um, doing some Bible, some, some studies going through that okay. same healing class that I went through. So please reach out to me mm-hmm. um, or, or gosh, you know, anyone, anyone that you know is willing to hold your hand and walk through that healing process with you. You may not even realize that um, you're stuck where you are because you haven't gotten the healing in that area, specifically on abortion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. so good. I I would say, yeah, definitely reach out to Cassie. And I know there are probably organizations out there that do it too, but um, I would love if they got connected to you and they could start hearing some of the things you're saying and, and helping them find freedom. Amen. All right. Well, I really enjoyed this. It ends up being like a, a two, it'll be two episodes. So um, that'll Sweet. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining me today. Cool. Yes. I love you. All right. Love you too. I'll see all you guys later. I'm so glad you guys joined me for part two. I think we had such a fantastic time. Um, and I, I just know that God's going to bless you with this with these words and that they will bring encouragement to your life. I've got a couple of minutes um, extra here. So I just want to tell you about some things going on that you can get involved in. You know, I touched on God is restoring the tabernacle of David in this episode. And so I want to give you some uh, real personal examples of this because it is just um, like my life is blowing up right now with this theme and it is this theme of worship and prayer constantly. And so, um, there's something going on. I live in Longview as most of you know. So if you're in the area, Longview, Tyler, Kilgore, um, you know, Henderson, just the surrounding areas, just letting you know that it is in the works right now. Uh, myself and some other people are basically um, doing our part, and we're going to be opening a house of prayer here in Longview um, very soon. I don't have details just yet, but just know it's in the works. But what's going to happen is we're going to have multiple times during the day. We're not able to do 24-7 worship and prayer just yet, but what we are going to do is offer Um, sometimes only one session a day, but it could be as many as two or three. Eventually, we'd like to have three sessions, a morning, noon, and a night uh, worship sets, which would be like two hours, as well as have something on Saturday. So that is coming. I don't have the liberty yet to release those details, but it is in the works, and it's going to be amazing. Um, There's another thing that I'm a part of that has just kind of fallen out of the sky from the Lord um, into um, my heart from uh, someone that's amazing, a um, friend of mine that lives in this area. And so we are going to be starting kind of like a worship collective. But let me just read you the name of it. It's going to be called The Potter's House, and it's um, practicing the presence of God. It's going to be worship, art, and prophetic ministry. We're going to be meeting at 630 on Sunday nights uh, in, in Hallsville, and I will give you Um, If you don't know, if you're not familiar with this area, Hallsville is right outside of Longview. So let me just read a little bit about it. A potter's house is a unique tribe of God seekers that gather to worship, listen to the heartbeat of Jesus, and grow in the ability to hear his voice. We use arts, music, scriptural teaching, and personal ministry to help followers of Jesus grow in their walk with him. Um, The group was started in San Diego and currently meets at the Refuge Cabin in East Texas. 
So the founder is Rebecca Friedlander, which is a friend of mine. Um, and so I'm going to throw the website up on the show notes in case you want that. So there will be multiple websites. You'll see Rebecca's Friedlander's website. You'll see Cassie's website. You'll see Cassie's um, Finding Freedom Facebook page where you can get involved with her ministry as well as um, attend some of those uh, monthly meetings that she has on Sunday nights. Um, so anyway, you just have all of these resources and places that the Lord is opening for us because he wants to be in constant fellowship with us. Um, as your schedule permits, as much as you can, I want to encourage you as we begin to usher in the second return of our Lord to really just find yourself in the house of God. I realize that we are a house as well. But God wants to do so much more than that. He wants to fellowship with us day and night. So keep that in your heart and be praying about that. So thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.